Dimly lit lanes of the bowling alley always seemed mysterious to me, but I never imagined the horrors that would unfold one fateful night. It was a slow Tuesday evening and the alley was nearly deserted, except for a few people scattered here and there. I was manning the front desk, idly flipping through a magazine to pass the time, when I noticed a man lingering near the entrance, a man whose presence set off alarm bells in the back of my mind. All I saw was a walking red flag. That dude was sus to me. Something about him just didn't sit right with me. His eyes were cold and calculating, his movements unnervingly precise. But I brushed off my unease and went about my duties, hoping he would leave without incident. As the night wore on, however, my unease only grew stronger. The man seemed to be watching me, his gaze following my every move with unsettling intensity. I tried to ignore him and focus on my task but his presence loomed over me like a dark cloud, casting a shadow of fear across the empty alley. And then just as I was about to close up for the night, the man approached the front desk with a sinister smile playing at the corner of his lips. I asked him could I help him with something, trying to keep my voice steady despite the rising sense of dread. The man's smile widened, revealing a row of yellow teeth that sent a shiver down my spine. He said, I was wondering if you could help me find my daughter. His voice smooth as silk but laced with malice. My heart skipped a beat at the mention of his daughter, a daughter who was nowhere to be seen. Alarm bells rang in my mind as I realized the gravity of the situation. I told him that I was sorry and I couldn't help him with that. My voice was trembling with fear, but the man's smile only widened his eyes glinting with twisted sense of satisfaction. He was like, oh, I don't, I don't. I don't think you can, he said, reaching across the counter with a hand that seemed to loom impossibly large. And he was like, you see, my, my daughter is here somewhere, and I intend to find her, and if you won't help me willingly, well, let's just say I have other ways of getting what I want. Panic surged through me as I realized the man's intentions. He wasn't here to find his daughter. He was here to take her, and he would stop at nothing to get what he wanted. With a surge of adrenaline, I lunged for the phone, dialing 911 as fast as I could with my trembling fingers would allow. But before I could utter a word, the man's hand closed around my wrist with a vice-like grip, crushing the phone to the ground with a sickening crack. I screamed for help, but my cries were drowned out by the sound of chaos erupting around me. Patrons fled in terror, their shouts mingling with blaring of alarms and clatter of bowling balls. And then, just as suddenly as he had appeared, the man vanished into the night, running away, leaving behind only a trail of destruction and lingering sense of dread. I was afraid. I was scared. In the days that followed, the alley was abuzz with rumors of attempted kidnapping, but the man was never caught, and his daughter was never found. To this day, I can't shake the feeling that he's still out there, lurking in the shadows, waiting for the perfect opportunity to strike me again. As I lock up the alley each night, I can't help but wonder, will he come back?
I went to work one day, and the lights of the bowling alley flickered ominously as I made my rounds, checking on the deserted lanes. It was late and most of the customers had long since gone home, leaving the alley eerily quiet except for the faint hum of the machinery. I was lost in thought when I heard it, a soft, almost imperceptible rustling coming from the corner of the alley. My heart skipped a beat as I turned to investigate. My senses were on high alert. As I approached the source of the sound, a chill ran down my spine. Standing in the shadows was a figure. A figure dressed in tattered clown costume, its face obscured by a grotesque mask twisted into a sinister grin. I froze in terror as the clown stepped forward, its eyes fixed on me with an intensity that sent shivers down my spine. His movements were slow and deliberate, like a predator stalking its prey, and he was hunched over just trying to get me. I don't, I, I didn't know what was happening. I tried to summon up the courage to run, but my legs refused to move. I was rooted to the spot, helpless against the terror that gripped me. And then, with a sudden burst of speed, the clown lunged toward me, its outstretched hand reaching my throat. I stumbled backward, my heart pounding in my chest as I frantically searched for an escape. But no matter which way I turned, the clown was there, its malevolent laughter echoing through the empty alley like a death knell. I knew I had to do something, anything to survive. With a surge of adrenaline, I grabbed a nearby bowling ball and I hurled it at the clown with all my strength. To my horror, the ball passed right through the clown as if it were made of smoke, leaving me standing there trembling and alone. But the clown wasn't done with me yet. With a flick of its wrist, it sent a wave of bowling pins crashing toward me, their sharp edges glinting in the dim light. I barely had time to dodge out of the way before they struck, sending me sprawling to the ground in a tangled heap. As I lay there, grasping for breath, I knew I was running out of time. The clown was closing in, its laughter growing louder and more deranged with each passing moment. But just then, all hope seemed lost. A beam of light pierced the darkness, illuminating the alley with blinding intensity. The clown let out a blood-curdling scream and vanished into thin air, leaving behind only lingering sense of dread. As I picked myself up off the ground, shaken but alive, I knew I would never forget the horrors that unfolded in the bowling alley that night. As I locked up and made my way home, I couldn't shake the feeling that the clown was still out there lurking in the shadows, waiting for his next victim. I don't know, but maybe I should have told you at the beginning of the story, but I was high as hell before I went in to work that day, and I kept smoking throughout work. I don't know if what happened was real, but all the bowling pins were everywhere, and I still have bruises from when that happened. So I don't know. What do you think? The Bellin Alley was a place of comfort for me, a sanctuary where I could escape the troubles of the world. But one night, that sanctuary turned into a scene of terror I'll never forget. It was a quiet evening and the lanes were populated with a few lingering patrons. I was enjoying a solitary game, lost in the rhythm of the pins crashing and the balls rolling, when I noticed a man lurking in the shadows, a man whose presence set off alarm bells in my head. Something about him seemed off. His eyes were dark and predatory as he watched me from across the alley. 
I tried to ignore the uneasy feeling creeping up my spine, chalking it up to paranoia. But as the night wore on, his gaze never wavered. His attention focused solely on me. I decided to leave. My nerves were on edge as I made my way toward the exit. But before I could reach safety, the man stepped out of the shadows, blocking my path with a crazy smile on his face, and he asked me was I leaving soon. I tried to brush past him, but he grabbed me roughly by my arm. His grip like a vice as he dragged me toward the back of the alley. Panic surged through me as I realized his intentions. I was being kidnapped. I struggled against his hold, screaming for help as he dragged me further into the darkness, but my cries fell on deaf ears, drowned out by the cacophony of the bowling alley. Just when I thought all hope was lost, a voice pierced the darkness, a voice filled with authority and determination, and he said, let her go. I looked up to see a security guard rushing toward us, his eyes blazing with fury as he confronted the kidnapper. With a curse, the man released his grip and fled into the night, leaving me shaken but alive. The security guard helped me to my feet, his presence a reassuring anchor in the midst of chaos. As we waited for the police to arrive, he listened intently to my story, his expression grim as he took notes. When the police finally arrived, they took my statement and launched a search for the kidnapper, but despite their efforts, he was never caught, leaving me to grapple with the trauma of the horrifying night. In the days that followed, I could not shake that feeling of being watched. The memory of the kidnapper's sinister smile haunting my every waking moment. But as I returned to the bowling alley, determined not to let fear rule my life, I found solace in the knowledge that I was not alone, that there were people like the security guard who would stop at nothing to protect the innocent from harm. But as much as I can think about that, there's also that other side. What if that man is watching me? And what if he tries to strike again?